Today's episode is brought to you by Positively Productive Systems, whose mission is to be the antidote to your stress and to provide compassionate productivity resources and coaching that help you heal and achieve. Be sure to check out both free and paid resources at PositivelyProductive.com resources. Let's talk a bit about being present. It keeps us from focusing on the past and the future. And that's not to say we don't want to dream and set goals and things, but the past and the future are constructs that allow us to editorialize. And that's where we get in trouble. We add our own spin on what's happening and our own stories about what will happen and easily boost our anxiety because of our negativity bias. Our brains are wired to be negative. So if you give them an inch out of the present moment, they'll take you on a spiral. You're listening to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zarotny, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a coach certified in time and stress management, helping overwhelmed clients make space for what matters. Join me each episode as we explore ways to live a more proactive, productive life with topics and guests that speak to simplifying self-awareness, systems, and so much more. I understand overwhelm personally as a fellow multi-passionate entrepreneur, wife and mom to kids and cats, and former caregiver. I'm here to help you choose what's right for you so you can do less, live more, and breathe easier. Sound good? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa, and I'm so grateful you've joined me today. In the spirit of this episode, I want to be sure you are focused and truly with me here, not just half listening. So if you're able, remove yourself from distractions, get comfy, and let's dig into a topic that is talked about plenty, but misunderstood even more. If you're driving, feel free to keep listening, but do come back and listen again when you've safely arrived at your destination and you can stay fully focused. I promise to keep this one short so you can listen repeatedly. Today, I'm sharing with you what it means to be present, why we would want to be, and ways in which to simply and easily do so. And all of this ties into many of the conversations we've had here on the podcast. What does it mean to be present? To be present is a few things. One, complete awareness of thoughts and feelings. You aren't just thinking and feeling. You're observing how you think and feel. And most importantly, you're doing so without judgment. You're noticing not just your surroundings, but you, and you're staying curious and compassionate. To be present is tapping deeply into your senses. When you're not distracted by the world around you, you can concentrate on each of your senses in a way that we rarely take time to do. This kind of sensory experience is one that makes you so aware of what you're sensing that you tune out the fact that you are sensing. You know when you close your eyes, your focus on sound is heightened? That's a great way to experience and to practice this kind of awareness. Ooh, another example, which happens to me a lot when I eat chocolate, when you have a particularly good piece of food and you are savoring it, right? And so you have that taste sensation, you often close your eyes when you do it. To be present is also calming the mind. 
Now, many people will say being present silences the mind. They say that with meditation as well, and I'm not a big fan of that wording. I think calming is a gentler, more realistic way of showing what happens. When we're fully present, we quiet the noise of the mind in order to properly focus. You know how when you're driving and you need to concentrate more, maybe due to a detour, an accident, or to navigate a turn on a road that you don't know with new directions, you turn down the radio, right? Maybe close the windows. You do everything you can to allow that one sense, in this particular case of sight and your reaction time, to be able to focus the best possible. That is being present. From a practical standpoint, a productivity standpoint, being present does amazing things to develop focus and awareness. When you practice being present, you'll improve your listening and attention skills, as well as your memory skills and your ability to learn. And when you think about what all of those things can lead to, you can also see how you can develop better relationships as a result. I mean, just ask any married couple if you improve your listening skills, how much better the relationship will be, I think, anyhow. Uh, There's even more to it, though. I love this quote from Amit Ray. If you want to conquer the anxiety of life, live in the moment, live in the breath. And we'll get to that breath part a little bit later, but let's talk a bit about being present. It keeps us from focusing on the past and the future. And that's not to say we don't want to dream and set goals and things, but the past and the future are constructs that allow us to editorialize. And that's where we get in trouble. We add our own spin on what's happening and our own stories about what will happen and easily boost our anxiety because of our negativity bias. Our brains are wired to be negative. So if you give them an inch out of the present moment, they'll take you on a spiral. Speaking of which, another benefit of being present is that it helps us not think too much. (laughs) Where are my fellow overanalyzers? Anyone? Are you a fellow overanalyzer or maybe a worrier? Yeah, I get it. First of all, I love to research and collect data. You may have heard me mention that I'm a questioner. Now, the upside of that is that I have a lot of data to work with and data can be an awesome thing. My choices are solid. The downside is analysis paralysis. So you have to be careful. It's a balance. Practicing being present can help with that because it releases that noise in your mind and it lets you go with your gut, which by the way, I happen to think is still very much a research-based choice. I believe the quiet allows you to bring to the surface what you already know. As a bonus, being present is important to help us experience accurate levels of sensation. And what I mean by that is that when we aren't present, distracted, say, scrolling our phones, we numb out. When we do, we don't have the same sensory input. Sometimes we don't even register what's happened. And I get that, and I know it's true because I've done it, even recently. Have you ever been watching a show and scrolling your phone at the same time and had to rewind the show because you completely lost track of what happened? Exactly. Well, imagine doing that with life. That's what we are trying to counteract. So how do we practice being present? Keep in mind that the things that keep us from being present can be things relating to our energy, time management, and mindset, 
So conversely, anything that nurture those can help. First thing you have to ask, are you getting enough rest? Are you doing things that boost your energy? Our focus dips when we're tired, and we also tend to rush through tasks, so it stands to reason that it would make being present more challenging. Now you need to ask, are you setting aside sufficient time to do things? I'm not a big believer in time management so much as energy management, but still, you need a certain amount of time to complete tasks. So the question then becomes, Do you have enough time to complete your tasks and enough buffer time in between them? Overscheduling. Oh my gosh, do you do that? I mean, I see it everywhere. I've done it myself. It's the arch enemy of being present. I happen to think overscheduling is everyone's nemesis for so many reasons, and I urge you to avoid it as much as possible. But if you want to get pulled out of being present as quickly as possible, overscheduling will do it every time. Because when we're rushed, we lean into habitual versus intentional action. Next, you want to ask yourself, are you nurturing your mindset? Now, this is a bit of a catch-all question because mindset is a really big word, right? But there's much work that we can do that makes it easier for us to practice being present and also where practicing being present can help ease these things as well. Shifting from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset nurturing and growing your hope and optimism, all of the positive psychology things that I talk about as a positive psychology coach, learning what sets you off, your stressors, things that trigger your anxiety, all of this helps. And again, that comes down to self-awareness, right? It comes down to knowing who you are, understanding how you work best and honoring that in the way you approach your life. All of the things that I coach. And I bet you can guess what else I'm going to suggest. Yes, at the risk of repeating myself, and I'm okay with that, gratitude. It's one of our biggest allies here. Gratitude itself is a practice in being present and is a habit, has one of the highest ROIs out there. You can do so much with so little when it comes to a gratitude practice. I've covered the topic on quite a few episodes here. I would recommend Episode 4, The Power of Gratitude, and Episode 132, Four Ways You Are Already Practicing Gratitude. And isn't that a great way to look at this, where you're like, ooh, this is something I'm already doing. Let me lean into that, and that's going to help me be present. And if you'd like even more directed support on practicing gratitude, be sure to check out my free resource, The Positively Grateful Series, at positivelyproductive.com slash grateful. In addition to a gratitude practice, Any meditation and mindfulness practice will also help you. You can find episodes on those as well if you go to the podcast page of my website and search for meditation. Before we wrap this up, I'd like to leave you with a few specific steps you could take right now to very simply practice being present. You may find this is similar to meditation, but please don't let that intimidate you if meditation has not been your thing. First, Select a time to do this. It can be a short amount of time, like five minutes, but it needs to be dedicated. I recommend setting an alarm with your phone and then set the phone to do not disturb just to give yourself that freedom to try this. And again, five minutes is all it takes. Find a comfortable place away from distractions and take a deep breath. Now, consciously observe your thoughts and activities. Stop and take notice. 
what you're doing, what you were doing before you stopped, what you're doing now, what you're thinking about. If this feels strange, if you're thinking about the fact that you're thinking, any of that, that all makes sense, especially if this is new to you. But go ahead and observe. Now determine where you are. This sounds obvious, but it may not be. Are you in your office, but daydreaming? Were you in the car, but thinking about what to make for dinner? Were you watching TV, but thinking about a project? Where are you actually, and where do you really feel like you were? And do they match up? Just let these thoughts and observations flow through you. The key here is to allow them, no judgment, remember, and then bring yourself back to the present, back to exactly where you are. Now, take a deep breath. Inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth. (sighs) Making a point to exhale just a little bit longer. And by the way, you can use that breathing technique anytime you're feeling a rise in your stress levels and you just need literally a breather. Now, I want you to do that breathing at least two more times and then notice how you feel. And if you've been wandering at all, again, bring yourself back to the here and now. And right there, you have just practiced being present. One final thing you might like to try as a support to being more present is my two-minute transition meditation, where I guide you along for just two minutes on breathing and focusing on your breath. I developed it to help you transition between tasks but it's also a quick way to practice being present as well. And it's great for those new to meditation and as a fast solution. You can find it as part of the Positively Productive Resources Vault, which is also included anytime you work with me. If you purchase a coaching package, you receive the vault as well. But if you'd like to check out the vault, you can get it at positivelyproductive.com vault and be sure to use the promo code podcast for a very special listener discount. Thank you for joining me today. Your time is precious and limited, and I'm honored you chose to spend it with me. If you have feedback, questions, or want to schedule a chat, head to positivelyproductive.com slash connect. And if you are looking for any of the resources referenced on the podcast, from books to products to training and more, go to positivelyproductive.com slash resources.